All right, welcome back. And joining us now is Tony Arterbin of Wise Wolf Gold. Of course, he's kindly set up davidknight.gold to direct you there and to let him know that you're coming from this program. Uh, good to have you, Tony. Welcome. Good to see you, David. Thanks for having me. I, I think uh, SBF's dog, uh, maybe the password is audit. Uh, perhaps he, he lost he lost the keys to his own dog, like uh, people lose their keys to their Bitcoin wallet. I know. Isn't that funny? Uh, that That is the I, How many people have we seen lost the keys to uh, something that is worth millions of dollars and they can't find it anywhere? Or they threw away the disk drive that had all the stuff, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, and, uh, of course, this is a real-world consequence. Audit sounds kind of German, doesn't it? Or maybe it's just the association <laughs> with the IRS and uh, these <laughs> – <laughs> these neo-nazis or whatever that uh that's a double n-word i guess the uh, neo-nazis uh but uh i guess that's why i, I associate it with something german i don't know <laughs> uh but yeah tell us uh what what is on your mind you as we were talking um in the break you said there's a lot of uh banks that have been put on a, a death watch tell us a little bit about that yeah, i was looking at a tweet from robert kiyosaki from back on the first of october and i wanted to read it I was about to retweet it on the Wise Wolf Gold uh, Twitter account, but I was going over this morning. It says the FDIC has over 725 U.S. banks on a death watch list. It says, what does that mean? It means America does not need enemies. America has bankers. Our criminal <laughs> bankers start with Jerome Powell of the Fed, Janet Yellen of the Treasury, and Jamie Demon of our banks. God help us. USA does not need criminals. We hire them as our bankers, uh, so said Robert Kiyosaki on his Twitter account. Oh, that's so true. Uh, this, this is, I think, you know, the biggest story of our time, David, is going to be the collapse of this financial system, this fake financial system that really has accelerated since 1971, since Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard. And I wanted to talk with you a little bit today about, uh, you, you opened up, you're talking about uh, Sam Bankman Fry, but the crypto there's been so much movement there and so many things going on with Bitcoin and crypto and it's global. We see uh, Bank of America has launched its own crypto. Uh, we've talked about CBDC, all of that, the private sector and the decentralized market is a response to the collapsing fiat system. This is all going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're watching gold, we're watching central banks uh, buying gold at record pace. Uh, Shift Gold put out an article today on Zero Hedge. So there's, there's so much happening all at once, uh, you know, and the powers that be are trying to capture that momentum by creating CBDC. I honestly, David, I'm watching this and I'm just, I'm wondering if they can, I wonder if it's gotten out of the control at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who knows? It is amazing how many different times I have seen these articles and we talked about this, uh, you know, before you and I about Costco selling gold and being sold out and everything. Uh, you know, this is not about uh, central banks uh, collecting gold anymore. This is about the public starting to realize what's going on here and, and they've got a new inflation floor uh they're saying um the uh, um this is uh, mark spiegel of stanfield capital says the new inflation floor is going to be three to four percent they're not even trying to get back to you know, the magic standard has always been let's get inflation down to two percent you know they want to inflate they want to have inflation but they don't want it to be any higher than two percent now they've just doubled that goal uh, which tells you that uh, there's something else going on and of course you're seeing um, people going through, uh, Costco and other places showing, uh, snapshots that they took a few months ago or a year ago of what prices are and how things are not up just a few percent. There may be double or triple of what they were. 
Well, the UN put out a, a notice uh, asking governments to stop the 2% goal uh, of mm -hmm. inflation because it's hurting the economies by not being more inflationary. And <laughs> wait a minute. I thought uh, this was supposed to be transitory. I thought that's what Jerome Powell said. This was all transitory. And Janet Yellen's used that word transitory, that this wasn't going to be an issue after they printed 80% of all the dollars ever created. Everything about the financial markets worldwide is uh fiat it's fake it's built into the system and it's unsustainable i mean mm -hmm. we're talking about trillions upon trillions upon trillions none of this is going to be able to be reeled in and uh as we start to see in, in the market in the u.s is schizophrenic as we talked about every week on your show uh it does we're watching the price of gold go down at the same time uh, a lot of the traders are saying well we're fearful of the future well why aren't you buying gold but they're saying well it's because the Fed has raised rates. And of course, they have raised rates faster than any time in history. We don't have interest rates to the teens yet, but they're believing that, uh, and that's why I think you're seeing the numbers in precious metals, they're believing in the supremacy of King Dollar. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's very short-sighted. Mm -hmm. I don't think they understand uh, what has happened to the system it, this itself is is on to, in decline, and I think that's what we're watching here. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we we went back and rewatched re uh, recently the the Big Short, uh, and it was that same author who was doing the uh, biography of uh, SBF, and and the common thing as I was looking at it this time, I was thinking, you know, they came up with these uh, financial derivatives that they had uh, securitized mortgages and everything. We just mix it all together, put it in a blender and, you know, you, you get this whole, uh, slush, slush fund thing, essentially. Uh, but, um, you know, they've always got a different angle and everybody always thinks that it's something that is different. And yet there is a fundamental similarity there. You know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. And this financial history, rhymes they come up with these new schemes that are out there uh, but the fundamental thing is you got to look at it and say is this real or not and you got to get back to what is real and that was the thing about the the two characters the central characters in his book there's a couple of them that that saw that you know this whole securitized mortgage thing was going to go really bad and that it was not real at all and they saw that this was you know whatever you make the financial instrument the thing that remains is that it is some way for them to remove you from reality. And, and you got to get back to something that is sound and that is real. And I, I think there's nothing that's more sound and more real than physical gold. That's the key thing. And, you, you know, you can't when you try to evaluate all these different games and tricks that they play, they're always going to have a different game and different tricks. But you, you, again, your question always has to be, is this something that is solid and is it real? Yeah, the term hard money, mm -hmm. uh, it, it comes from the actual hardness of the asset and uh, how hard it is to produce. Mm -hmm. Every time when you talk about the subprime mortgage market or just credit itself, after 1971, every time that you create a loan, when you create a mortgage, that's new currency that's being created into the system. So if you have this bonanza, this, this market that's looking at something like the mid-2000s, where they're you know have you know, low interest rates and the and the and the government is creating the environment to say no you have to write these loans and you can get, you can get the ninja loans the no income no job loans and just again over and over these subprimes built into this giant bubble that is a built to crash whereas something that is backed by gold we have a, a, a currency system that has to have checks and balances that's where you can have a safe environment there's there's a there's an economy that you can build something on you can have savings all of that's been taken away from us 
Mm-hmm. So we're in this free fall where, it, you know, the, the rich get richer and the poor get poor because of that system. That's why the elites built the Federal Reserve. That's right. And again, it, it's the money supply is the issue. You go back to 1913, you have a dollar as good as gold. It, you know, the, again, a $20 gold piece is roughly an ounce of gold. By 1933, because the, the Federal Reserve had taken control of the money supply, which is really the banksters, they took control of it, they crashed the system. You know, they had people were were borrowing uh, funds. They had uh, liquidity to borrow against stocks, and then margin call happened. So, you know, you have the Great Depression, and FDR made it illegal for you to own gold, so they could get the gold out of the hands of the American people. He said, "Turn your gold in," and people did. And all of that gold, David, went to the Bank of International Settlements. And once those twenty dollars gold pieces were turned in, all those gold coins, uh, Franklin Roosevelt raised the price of gold to thirty five dollars an ounce. So they got the gold and they got the higher prices and they were able to offset whatever their losses were that they caused in the Great Depression. So it's an ins, it's a club and you ain't in it. That's right. You're not going to win this game. So you got to look and see what the elites do and what the banksters do and not what they say. They want you in their fiat system. Mm -hmm. And I was reading an article yesterday and I didn't even know this, uh, just a little bit of history, but it was on uh, Zero Hedge by the International Man and they were talking about uh, in the 19th century, aluminum was very sought after. It's very rare. It doesn't occur naturally that often. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we just think of it's ubiquitous. It's like 20 cents a pound or whatever it is because we have the, the ability through chemistry to make it in mass. But back then, I mean, Napoleon had uh, his utensils. That you, when you go to his parties, people, the, the poor staff ate off the gold and the silver and uh, the the rich had the aluminum which is funny <laughs> to us now but it was so much more expensive and by you know the industrial revolution it just the the price cratered but people were uh you know getting their hands on <laughs> on aluminum and so what the article was saying was if something is rare if something cannot be reproduced easily it becomes an asset and again it's a it's another example of hard asset well gold has stayed steady i mean we see what's happened to aluminum gold and silver have stayed steady, especially gold. Uh, you know, silver, I think, is manipulated beyond the point where I can even explain it. I and mean, we've talked about this many times where, you know, even the the, the paper price, uh, you look and it, it's estimated that for every uh, ounce of silver uh, that they sell in paper, you know, 240 times one ounce exists in the real world. We, we don't mm-hmm. really know what they're doing. But I look at these, these prices right now are just absolutely ridiculous. And then I get to think it has to do with that's the schizophrenia in, in the financial system. And we really haven't reached a point where reality is rearing its ugly head. But I, I think that that day is coming. You know, look at this tweet by Robert Kiyosaki. You I mean the, the damage done and again, inside job, controlled demolition, FTX, Silvergate Bank, uh, Silicon Valley Bank and all the regional pressure that was put on. We're watching, David, I think the the auditioning of the major banks to to roll out the central bank digital currency, it's going to come after a crisis. So, oh yeah, well, I mean, it's a long that, way of saying you need to look at what value is. That's right. Uh, in the future, not your not your dollar. And that's true. And, and you know, they're they're how how come you've got so many banks that are on the death watch list now? Well, it's because they manipulated them with what with their bonds and their treasury bonds and everything, rapidly changing the rates on these things to you know make those bonds worthless, and they couldn't adjust their position quickly enough. So, you know, now people are saying, hey, your bonds are a really good investment. It's like, seriously, it was only just a few months ago that we saw that as the weapon to destroy these banks. You know, when you've got something, it's like a manufactured collectible or something, you know? Uh, yeah, everybody go get the Beanie Babies because the, their value is only going to go up. And it's like, you're kidding me, right? They're, they're just making this stuff up all the time. 
and uh, it's not anything that's going to have any lasting value. We see 725 of them on the watch list. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, in this um, uh, court case that went before the Supreme Court about uh, the Consumer Protection Financial uh, uh, Consumer Protection Financial Board or whatever, uh, that was put in place supposedly to protect uh, consumers and put in a lot of new rules about what banks could, how they could do mortgages, right? And that was what was driving these banks out of business at the rate of a couple hundred a year. And Drudge doesn't report on that again, you know, but um, again, that was a couple hundred a year. Now we're looking at 725 based on the actions of the Federal Reserve and their rate manipulation in just this last year. And uh, the the ridiculous commentary uh, from uh, mainstream media was, uh, it was Vox, who said, oh, yeah, we don't want to get rid of the Consumer Financial Consumer Protection Financial Board. And all the banking industry is telling us they don't want to get rid of it because those are the guys, the big guys who have profited from these rules. They made it impossible for small and medium-sized banks to do home loans anymore. And that put a lot of them out of business, and they want to keep that thing going. Uh, but that's that's the insider game. And when we talk about silver and the paper silver and paper gold, I mean, that that is essentially the same game that they were playing with securitized mortgages, you know, what do you really have here? Well, do you really have a, do you really have a valuable mortgage here? Is there anything of any value here? No, we just put this all together and then you can buy shares in it. And, and that's what they're doing with the silver and gold. And they're doing it in Shanghai, China. <laughs> you want to get your, you want to get yourself Shanghai, you know, buy into the paper gold and the paper silver shares. It's easy to buy into them. You know, you just go on to, uh, into the stock market and they'll sell you this stuff, but does it have any real value? I don't think it does. I think that this is another scam, just like the securitized mortgages. Yeah, it's funny when history, when governments pick up on that before, long before the people do. Um, and you look at what happened in the 1960s uh, after the assassination and murder of John F. Kennedy by the deep state, uh, we took the silver out of our coin. It's something JFK didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. um, he actually signed an executive order on silver and uh, had, uh, you know, printed $5 bills and uh, notes direct from the Treasury, the only president since Lincoln to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you look at the uh, debasement of the currency that happened uh, post-1964, the governments around the world started to take notice because we were technically on a gold standard. We, you know, had the Bretton Woods Agreement in 1944, gold was $35 an ounce, and these countries would come over and take their notes that they collected in U.S. dollars and go to the gold window. Well, after we started debasing a currency, countries took notice. As a matter of fact, the president of France, de Gaulle, he sent warships over from France to pick up his gold. Um, and again, I think they started to understand that. So there's a there's a hint here that, uh, you know, when you start debasing things, and especially since we've done this with the massive amount of printing, uh, historical, it's, you know, we, we don't, these numbers, you can't even fathom them that we, we uh, delved into uh, post-2020. And that's why I think this everything that's uh, based off dollars right now is really askew and it doesn't make any sense and this may be a time when they're they're accumulating you really just don't know but these numbers aren't reflecting reality i mean uh, the price of gold broke its all-time high in august of 2020 david david as you know mm -hmm. and we, <laughs> what's happened since then we've had a massive uh debasement of our currency since then and and uh even the the amount of, of dollars used in financial transactions has dropped close to 15% globally since that time. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, again, unprecedented. So I don't think, I don't think the, the financial elites and the, the mainstream media, they're never going to talk about this until it's too late. And uh, from what I'm seeing, these stress tests and other things, you have talking about the banks going out of business, um, the, and we talk about bonds and other things. 
the, the countries that are dumping us rapidly, and it's happening, even going into gold or going to the Chinese yuan, uh, this is this is historic, and it's happening rapidly. Oh yeah, and and you know, and an article where they're talking about how the use of the euro has really collapsed in the last nine months. Again, because of this Ukraine stuff, their economy is on the ropes. And, uh, and they point out that um, the share of transactions in the euro has dropped from 38% in January to 23% at the end of August. And they said, uh, what is unusual about all this is the fact that it hasn't happened to the U.S. yet. That is, right now it's just in the eurozone economy. Uh, but, you know, they continue to be able to suspend reality uh, with their manipulations. And the question is, you know, how long can they play this con game? That's another thing I noticed from the, the big short. You know, these guys are going around and, and saying, you know, look, uh, <laughs> this is what's being done. And this is totally criminal. And there's absolutely no value here. And they're going to the regulators and they're going to the, uh, the people who do the, uh, the rating of the, of the bonds and the ratings of the investments and stuff like that. And they said, uh, yeah, okay, well, so what? I'm not going to do anything about it. And this one character is like, I just can't believe that the system is this corrupt. I mean, he just could not get his head around the fact that these people are knowingly doing this. But, you know, that's that's where we are right now. We There's many of us who understand that. And, um, and that's really what is happening. But in spite of all that, uh, there's a Zero Hedge article talking about how gold has held up extremely well in September, even against rising real rates, even as the home mortgages are starting to go up to 8% and everybody is talking, oh, now you need to get into bonds and things like that. No, actually, gold is holding its own. Yeah, and it, and it always will. I mean, yeah. again, there's the, the, the charts, if you look at the actual supply of gold, I mean, right now, you know, the, the annual supply is, is not um, – well, it's not in flux. There's not a lot of volume based off of, of what's happened in history. Most of the gold right now has already been mined and then it's come from centuries and centuries of mining. So this isn't something that you can't just go and 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 create an, a new stock of gold. They're not going to hit some mother load anymore. This is not going to happen. This is any new exploration. Any new mining is very well crafted, very well planned. It takes years. It takes lots of work. So you just can't create it out of thin air. Uh, and again, that's why governments are accumulating it. Well, and, and as we look at, uh, you know, this this mess in uh, the Civil War and the House GOP, uh, and I was looking at that somebody came up with about uh, 10 or 12 uh, possible candidates. You know, you've already had uh, Jim Jordan throw his hat in the ring, then Steve Scalise officially. There's other people they think may run, like the House whip Tom Emmer. And I thought, well, that'd be interesting. Uh, I don't know anything about most of these guys. I, I learned yesterday that uh, uh, McHenry, uh, who was, um, you know, the secret um uh speaker pro tem you know they don't tell people who it is until the speaker's taken away for some reason and then that's like you know well let's open up the sealed letter and find out who the replacement is uh, so the temporary replacement mchenry somebody who's been involved with the world economic forum speaking there many times uh, just like uh, mccarthy as well but when you look at emmer i don't know his background except for the fact that he has uh for several years running it's been a big issue for him to oppose this CBDC thing. And to me, you know, when we talk about all the different things happening and the economic uncertainty, inflation rearing its head and all the rest of this stuff and getting something that is real physical money, to me, it still goes back to the CBDC thing. One of the reasons why I don't think that uh, Emory would get it because I think the powers that be would want to keep somebody away from the House Speakership who is that, um, uh, that strongly in opposition to CBDC because that is a, a big push 
for both Trump and for Biden and for uh, the establishment to get that through. Uh, but I think that is the key thing is what is going to happen with a CBDC. That's always what I look at in terms of the gold stuff. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting uh, because economic pressure is really where the rubber meets the road in politics. You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it goes back to the economy, stupid, you know, yeah. but that's really what it comes down to. Right now, we're still floating. There's a lot of, I mean, psychological, but the economy, despite what Robert Reich and Paul Krugman say, the economy is not doing well. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that because uh, I have almost inverted my business where I'm buying more uh, instead of selling. Mm -hmm. And that's fine because we're here. That's what we do. We're a professional gold and silver exchange. But I can tell people are raising money. And I know people in, you know, that are experiencing harder economic conditions and, and having a harder time getting liquidity. And some sectors are really hurting, especially lending. So it's, it's not good. And uh, you look at when, hap when, when you have a financial system that's on the ropes like ours, and we, when we reach, reach some sort of calamity, um, candidates like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. are going to be a lot more attractive. And he's talked about uh, the uh, ability to hold Bitcoin, being being sovereign and having your own keys and your own wallet. That's good. And um, I think people are going to start turning turning to gold. I mean, look, you talked about the Costco story and you can't find gold there. Well, you can get gold from me. I can mm -hmm. you can lock in a yeah. trade. You can get gold from me anytime. <laughs> uh, if, if the trading floor is open, I'll lock it in for you. But people, I think, and again, this is this is the beginning of uh, the end of the end result of what's called Gresham's law and Gresham's law is when bad money enters a system, good money goes into a into hiding and that goes into hiding until the system is complete when it, when it runs out of everything. It's, you know, again, Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard 71. You got to know this history because mm -hmm. that's when our money became completely fake. And then other countries all over the world started to follow. So it's a complete worldwide financial fake system mm -hmm. and they just print it's Keynesian. You know, and I think even Nixon said, we're all Keynesians now. Mm -hmm. Well, good luck with that. You know, John Maynard Keynes said that gold was a barbarous relic. <laughs> well, okay, then uh, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I, I guess I'm a barbarian because I like value and I, I, I don't want to uh, take part in your fake fiat system, which has created so much evil around the world. So I think this people need to understand there's going to be a shift in our perception of what value is. And especially even the average consumer, if you're selling out of gold at Costco, that's a tell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Keynesian economics is a cane that people are going to lean on that's going to pierce their hand, you know, <laughs> it's, it has, it's going to. The, and, and as you're talking about, you know, the Gresham's law as the system runs through its completion. In other words, you go through a cycle where everybody realizes, wait a minute, this is uh, this is garbage. And we're in that right now. That's what the fourth turning is really about. People realizing that, uh, hey, you know, Congress doesn't work. Even the congressmen in Congress understand Congress doesn't work. Uh, the federal government doesn't work. None of these institutions work. Schools don't work. Uh, they're weaponized against us. And, 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 you know, when people look at the financial system, uh, they see how it's not working and how it is also weaponized against us. That is all part of a fourth turning, fourth turning a key thing. in all of them has been economics. They don't, you don't always have a war, but you always do have massive economic unrest because of these institutionals, uh, institutional things that are failing. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on at uh, wise wolf and, um, you know, how, how are you doing personally there and, and uh, with a store that's opened up now in Texas, uh, physical presence there as well as um, in um, Arkansas. But, um, you know, tell us a little bit about Wise Wolf. What's going on? Well, this morning I'm in uh, Branson, Missouri. And that's right. I'm Missouri. Here, here at this shop for the, for the next week or so. I've got a great team up here. Uh, and uh, we got uh, Dennis in Texas running. It's, it's, it's doing well. We're just kind of one customer at a time and it's proximity to the trading floor. And we did that on purpose to, 
create a supply chain, really, David. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's all gold dealers will be defined by their ability to source product in the future. So uh, that's what I'm doing here. And uh, we have, um, for your listeners, if you're listening live, we haven't announced it yet, but I did a big silver buy-in uh, for 90%. So all those coins I was talking about pre pre uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, 1964, uh, 1963 and and before uh, 90% uh, quarters, half dollars, and we have some 10 ounce silver bars and about, uh, I think uh, about uh, $40,000 worth. So we're going to wow. be putting that on a flash sale uh, for all Wolfpack members. And that's going to go out probably a little bit later today. I've had it for a couple of days, but we're giving away constitutional silver for anybody who joins Wolfpack or upgrades on Wolfpack. If they're a David Knight listener, you can go and just make sure you you give David Knight credit, and uh, we'll put your name aside, and that's gonna we're gonna send you free constitutional silver. Or if you recommend somebody to join, that that's to me, Wolfpack has has been put out front because the it's the community I want to build and the uh, the network, the purchasing power, all that. I'm able to do buy-ins. It's just it's it's a good it's a good way to save. It's a good way to to stack in uh, in kind of the face of of dollar cost averaging and the loss of purchasing power of the dollar. So whether it goes up or down, you can just kind of set it mm-hmm. and let us go out and and source your product for you. So uh, go to davidknight.gold and and check out uh, the tab that says join Wolfpack. We have a lot going on there. Like I said, there's a flash sale going on today. If you want to go ahead and email us or go to davidknight.gold and just let us know you come from here. We haven't put it out anywhere. So this is the first time anybody's really hearing about it. I had a David Knight listener call me yesterday and I actually sold him some. I said, <laughs> well, you get the you get the first crack at it because I have it sitting over here on the shelf. So um, with lots going on. Uh, we definitely want to make uh, gold and silver affordable. Uh, and that's why we we uh, developed Wolfpack. So every call is important to us. Doesn't matter how much you have. Uh, so go to davidknight.gold. We, we want you to be a part of our of our pack. Well, that's a great thing, you know, that you set this up to help people be able to exchange information with each other and um, and learn as well as, you know, the flash sales like you're talking about and and then provide for you a, a means to uh, save on a regular uh, basis. You know, that's the key thing uh, for any kind of an investment program. Uh, just doing it gradually and repetitively and that really does accumulate. And so all those things are just indicative, I think, of of the way that you view the business, Tony. You do a great job of service for people. And um, Tony, I've known him for years. A great, great guy, trustworthy, and all of that is very important. Uh, but um, you know, it's um, we're now starting to see that shift there. That's why you're seeing the the talk about you know people can't find this stuff at retail, but Tony's got uh, access to uh, the stuff there at the trading floor. And, um, you know, he'll eventually, he can lock in that price and, and eventually get that for you. And, uh, that's the key thing. So, um, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Tony again, um, wise wolf gold, and you can find it at davidknight.gold. We'll take you there and let Tony know that, um, we sent you. Thank you so much, Tony. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Have a good day. common man. They created common core to dumb down our children. They created common past to track and control us. Their commons project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. But each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. 
That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. TheDavidKnightShow.com